0: chillax a podcast will listen to this our boy talk about live news and anything interesting welcome back everyone to a new episode of the chillax podcast i hope all of you are doing well today's episode is pretty much i guess it's the same chill we're not gonna have much planning it's just gonna be free flowing i think before i start i probably need to mention that i will be taking a break on when is it again let me check the calendar Um, on 24th of Sunday, 24th of September. So I guess this episode will come out on the 10th, then the next week's episode will come out on the 17th, then 24th I'll be in Australia. I'm probably not going to create an additional episode before I go just to play it on, have it be released on September 24th. I think I just want to like not overdo it. There's a tendency if you do this kind of content stuff, right? that you want to keep it consistent. So you have to like, I don't know, apply leave early, like additional day leave or find time early on to churn out all this content so that you don't miss a single week, right? You just keep on every week we have content. But I think this time round, last time I would do that. But this time round, I think I want to just uh, just take a chill pill, not go crazy, not get burned out. I feel that I'm at this point where I'm kind of getting a bit burnt out as to like every week I think about it. Like last time I was still quite excited about planning for the episodes and everything. But then after planning becomes too laborious, becomes too tiring, then I start editing also very tiring. Then after that I kind of like let loose a little. And even with that, I I don't know, maybe it's just losing the passion, losing the level of creativity. And I guess when that happens, really is to sit down and find something that can evoke or recreate that, that feeling of passion, right, in regards to the podcast. And I think right now it's very much an exploration phase where I just don't really do much preparation and just see and find anything that's interesting, then we'll talk about it. Yeah, so that's the case for now and then we will see how it goes, and eventually, I guess we will find something, I suppose, stable or interesting to talk about, but for now, I hope, I hope you guys are okay with this, where we just talk, and really nothing much, I mean, I guess it's part of a relationship, isn't it, this is like very similar to a romantic relationship, where at the start, you've got so much things to share about yourself, and now we are already reached the we are past the honeymoon period already, where every day we meet, um, we talk about work, we talk about things that you see, um, aside from that, then you go traveling, then there's nothing much really. it's essentially the same, I travel, I talk about it, uh, I talk about my past life, then there's nothing much besides it, right? Kind of like a relationship. <laughs> so I guess we need to find things to kind of reinvigorate the relationship right now. So for now, that's that. That's the situation, lah. Mm. So today we're gonna to be talking about um hobbies of Singaporeans. I found this um post on the Ask Singapore subreddit, and I thought that one would be quite interesting because you know if you have listened to the previous episode, I I spoke about uh you know using dating apps again and how jaded I am and how ridiculous the situation is, right? In terms of like um every single person on the app is just I don't know just want to travel there's nothing interesting about people on the app it's very much like everybody looks the same you just want to travel you you I don't know go climbing exercising and I'm very curious like what other like are there other things that you can do besides traveling I mean as Singaporeans right like are there Uh, any kind of interest that we can that people have that will make one person more interesting because I think it's just the nature of dating app that forces people to expose themselves and it can be quite vulnerable and at the same time it also exposes the fact that people in Singapore there's a good chance that you don't really have much of an interest or hobby you're just going to watch shows work have children and travel and whatever not very cookie cutter standard kind of lifestyle and i think because of that i guess that experience plus the fact that i came from um like my from my poly exposure to different kind of people diverse group of races cultures and personalities and interests kind of make me bulk when i see this very stereotypical situation these people this People with the same type of interest keep popping up. Makes me kind of like get repulsed and not be interested at all. <laughs> and I think that's, that's kind of tough. And I guess it's also the nature of the dating apps that make it such that um, you wouldn't write that much and can be quite tiring. You wouldn't want to overshare. And there's only so much space you can share about your personality, your views and everything, right? Maybe, maybe these people who want to travel, who like traveling, Deep down, they also have their own unique or interesting views or personality or interests. Maybe that's the case. I guess um, seeing from the female side, I, I think I remember seeing one dating profile, this female say, why every guy I see on this app all want to travel? Then you kind of realize like it's a chicken and egg question, isn't it? The guys right now from my, my site, I see everybody want to travel. Then I will put, I want to travel as well to fit in my... Then the females will see all the guys want to travel. Then the females want to fit in, right? So it's like, who started it first? Or is it just Singaporean just like to travel, right? So that's that. I think um, I'm much more interested in people who, are, who have varied interests. And in this case, it would be interesting to see what people say on the Ask Singapore Reddit. So let's just take a look. The first comment. Cooking. When do I pursue it? When I need to eat and parents are not home, mostly after uni days, sometimes weekends, why? I want and like to eat. Plus, I can cook for my girlfriend as well. I feel like everyone should at least know how to cook. It's an important skill. Lah. Not everywhere and anytime like SG, so convenient and one. That's kind of true. I think it made you realize that in Singapore, it's just so convenient, man. Um, while I was searching for researching for the uh, my Perth, upcoming puff trip, right, I realized there's zero, almost zero convenience store after five PM. From what I understand, everything closed already. And in Singapore, it's just so easy to get supper, tapao food. Always we have somewhere that that is selling food. One, yeah. Anyway, let me continue. Story time. I happened to have lived overseas during winter once, and I was hungry. It was like Xmas Eve, and I was cold and hungry, all these shops were closed, and I couldn't find anything near me to eat, so I just googled a simple noodles dish recipe and it turned out pretty great. Tips for beginners, don't be afraid of cooking something horrible. Everyone starts somewhere, and I cooked a, l- a lot of inedible stuff when I first started as well, but learned a lot as well. Also observe other people cooking, it's the fastest way to learn so this is quite interesting Um, somebody actually replied him and asked any extra tips for beginners things like what are essential equipment must know dishes to cook where you find your recipes so the person says extra tips prep all your stuff first before cooking important to season your food watch your parents cook what ingredients they buy how much ingredients they use and how long they cook it for don't cross-contaminate, don't mix raw and cooked food, don't mix meats, and don't mix meat and vegetable. don't be afraid to try, watch videos of one dish on youtube to find out more, youtube is your best friend, there's plenty more but always keep in mind with time comes experience, easiest dishes to cook, pasta, easiest to impress and easiest to cook, Ting vegetables, I suppose it's stir fry? Vegetables, noodles and broth, I usually think of what I want to eat, then only find recipes online. No specific websites, just the ones that make sense to me. If you are a beginner, just stick to YouTube videos with a lot of views. Good luck and happy cooking. So I guess these are the tips for cooking. Maybe worth checking it out. I guess it's a, it's a good skill for to be independent and also at the same time to impress people. I guess that's pretty good, right? And maybe it's something worth um, considering. But I guess there's also a challenge where, if you are one of those people that have parents that you are not very on good terms with, your parents are very anal, it can be very challenging to explore this hobby, right? Because your parents are just going to dominate the kitchen. And using the kitchen can be quite challenging. But if your parents are cool with it, then I guess there's a lot of opportunity to explore and develop that that kind of interest right next one uh, i like to exercise do a bit of jogging around eleven thirty 30 pm which where it's very quiet no disturbances just a relaxing run to temporarily detach myself from reality while staying fit yeah i guess the good thing about singapore is that so safe, right? That you can do night runs, and night runs can be pretty calming and nice. I think last time I used to do some night runs, and it can be, I don't know, very chill. But then I think when you do a bit too much, and during the monsoon season, if your blood is the very sweet kind, then you have a lot of mosquitoes. Then it can be pretty annoying, I have to say. Uh, another one. Let's see. Try jujitsu. Oh, martial arts. Martial arts is quite an interesting one. I think. Um, There's a growing interest, right? Similar to the what, uh, bouldering or rock climbing, and jujitsu is also another one of them. But jujitsu is less popular, I suppose, because I guess it's contact spot. But I always thought of like doing something that's martial arts related to, I don't know, try and defend myself because I always have this kind of mentality. I think, oh, if I have a partner, I don't know how to defend myself or defend her, then how, right? You at least should know, right? But I think a lot of people also don't know, so that's fine. But it seems interesting. There's something about, there's something very deep down and animalistic uh, about this. There's only a winner and there's a loser. And having watched like, or listened to this podcast, I buy by Lex Friedman is is this like AI uh, data scientist. Then he also does jujitsu and he talk and he, he interviews other very smart people and they talk about jujitsu, like some like Mark Zuckerberg does that also. And and the learnings from it they mention, like it humbles you, it also teaches you how to overcome like challenges. And I think there's a lot of things that you can that that, that teaches you that. But I think martial arts teaches it more effectively because it's a very physical thing, right? Your challenge is directly in front of you. It's either you win or you lose. And when you lose, you need to know how to accept it and learn from it and get better, right? And it's very tangible because you learn from people and you will get better. There's nothing about like I don't think there's chance that is played, that's involved in it. There's no huge amount of luck. It's just you keep training. It's like running like that. You keep running, then you'll get better, right? So in this case, I guess it's a very good way to just build this kind of values. But I think the challenge here for me was my body is pretty weak and I have some injuries in the past. And if, my, if I didn't have injuries, I probably would have done jiu-jitsu or fighting. I think the closest I can do is probably boxing because there's no takedowns because I can't fall on my butt again. Otherwise, I'll be crippled, I suppose, because of my back injury. Yeah. So I guess that's there. Um, boxing is the one thing to try. Okay, next one. Uh, okay, this person I guess is pretty typical. Gym, video games, cooking. Actually, cooking is also pretty typical, right? Like Singapore, you like food. Um, in Singapore, in Singapore, like typical Singapore Singaporeans, right? Gym, video game, food, right? Then I think another person also mentioned. Um, uh, this is quite interesting. This is a female, I guess. I'm pretty active after work. I usually run gym or boulder. When I don't have football training with my club, I enjoy scuba diving and surfing. I recently got into salsa dancing too. For chill days, I play guitar or oil paint. I take care of my houseplants and feed my peel bugs. I daily. I read a lot of non fiction stuff on my Kindle if I need to kill time on the bus or MRT. I also do a bit of film for the photography when I travel. I guess that. The, I guess the only pro tip I have, to, I have is to go out of your comfort zone. I've always liked trying new things and keep myself occupied. Make so many friends through all these communities. I was diagnosed with adult ADHD when I lived overseas about three years back, which may explain the number of hobbies I have. Yeah, I actually have friends that are like that. That he, I suppose his income level allows him to do that as well. And and like he always have a lot of hobbies. Then keep changing. Like maybe these three months he is very into collecting Pokemon cards. Then the next three months he's very, uh, into playing ping pong. Then the subsequent three months he's very much into golf. Now, so keep changing. But I guess there's nothing wrong with that. And if I if I have the opportunity, I will also do that. If I'm more adventurous, out like outdoorsy, then I will also keep doing that. But for me, I guess maybe it's just. The nature of my situation and i really just want to stay at home for now and focus on a few key things like building up the content the side hustle thing because i think money is still more of a concern i think when you are born poor it really strikes you hard and you really want to make sure you have that stability before you start doing all the other kind of uh, other kind of hobbies that doesn't really generate any kind of value right I guess that's the approach right now and of course if I'm earning like if I'm working in a good job then probably that is settled then I would like I'll be like my friend situation right if you earn enough money then you can do all these things but for me I guess it's also the extra challenge or layer of challenge when it comes to uh how do I say the challenge when it comes to um, your relationship and your perspective of work how you're incentivized and your relationship with work because i think i mentioned it quite a few times before last time like when i was in uni you know it's very very easy to very easy to study i feel very passionate because there was this um anger this vengeance you know that I want to i want to do well and i feel very passionate and i was confident i was able to do very well i i know i put in hard work i can get all these results and everything and it's very straightforward you do a then you get b results and a lot of it was driven by passion and emotion right and then once you start work the relationship suddenly changed. everything i'm not quite sure whether you guys got to see the article or um like when you study uni um there are I, I think there are particular subjects that talk about how money influence a person's actions and how altruistic behavior are affected by money incentives and particularly in psychology I think that uh, they talk about that where once you have money involved people don't really put in as much effort anymore from altruistic behavior you become like they will just do the bare minimum or even just match the right level they don't overdo it right so I guess when I started work it becomes like a situation like this where I don't know, Um, everything is very packed to money, and at the same time, you also have a great uncertainty in terms of, like, I put in this much effort, am I going to get the return? Maybe you can say that I'm going to get the return in the future, because I'm getting experience now, but it also requires opportunity, luck, and when you are born in an unfortunate position, you realize things can go badly, things can go a lot of ways. And you kind of wonder about what will happen, right? And at the same time, there's also realizing that maybe I my interest as well, like maybe it's just work, the nature of work. I can't imagine myself doing work for 20 years. And I'm hoping that there's an opportunity in the future that I don't have to do this, do work for the rest of my life and do something that I'm interested in so i think that's the hope that's a that's the layer of complexity the challenge that i have right now right to see how i can get out of this bubble because i don't know it's maybe it's just a lack of time in the past the lack of opportunity the lack of freedom and money and now i just crave for two things in general which is money and freedom and time to do whatever i want and this can be quite challenging, because if you get a good job, then you, don't, then you have very little time, very stressful, but you have a lot of money. But then if you want to have a lot of time, but you have very, very little money, you just be a hobo, you don't really do very, you just do your basic kind of job, right? But then you don't have a lot of money, you don't have a lot of freedom to do all these things, monetary freedom. So it's finding, it's like optimizing your lifestyle, finding the right route. To get these two things, which is time and money, right? So, that's that's essentially, I guess, where I'm trying to go. There's nothing really concrete. Just continue harder work. Just put my head down and keep working, and make sure that I reach there one day. Oh, okay. Final comment. Okay, I think I ramble quite a fair bit. Really, coffee home barista. I realize nowadays there's more and more people getting into coffee. Besides wine, I suppose, adult seems to like wine a lot. A lot of adult people, working people. And then coffee is another thing where I guess it's part of, I don't know, your regular life, right? You drink coffee and you drink wine, so it makes sense to be into it. And coffee is also one of them. There's a lot of ways to appreciate and enjoy it. And I have a lot of friends and colleagues that, that, likes, that likes it. Some people have their own elaborate espresso machine which is nice and it's pretty cool. You can offer an opportunity for your friends to come down to your house and make coffee, right? That would be pretty nice as well to drink coffee and enjoy. And there's a communal aspect about it. Yeah. So that said, I hope you guys have um enjoyed this episode and I will see you guys next week. And hopefully, I'm not quite sure what we're going to talk about next week, but uh, the week after the Australia trip will be exciting. I will have a lot of things to share. So yeah.